Before the next episode of the Yalabad podcast, here's a message from our sponsor. And what is the message, Terence? You know, Harish, as we're all gearing up for the end of the year festivities and planning holidays and all, it's tough not to be aware of the challenges that the world is facing right now, right? Like what? Like what? Tell me, man. We got new COVID strains, geopolitical tensions, cyber security threats, and even deep fakes. Deep fakes, the bane of humankind. But it's true, it's true. There are global issues and Singapore, we are not alone because we are a global city. And now more than ever, right, you, you listening can help out on an individual level. So if you've got an idea that supports the total defense of Singapore, in any way, just defending Singapore like a way to help increase our food security or something that will build our community spirit and resilience against threats, there's an outlet. Okay, you can head on over to the Total Defense Sandbox organized by Nexus Mindef. It's an online website where you can submit your ideas. And if you submit by 30th November, you might actually get funding and partnerships with organizations to make it happen, to bring your idea to life. It's like the Avengers coming together. Okay, so check out the link in the description and go forth and keep Singapore safe. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the most exciting topics with a touch of what, Terence? With a touch of uh, bumble buzzing humor, man. Bumble buzzing humor. <laughs> what yeah. the hell is one bumble buzzing humor, yeah? I don't know. I just suddenly, had an, image of a, just suddenly had an image of a bumblebee. Uh, you know, talking about the buzz in town, uh, which is what we do. The buzz in town. The buzz in town. I mean, in fact, the buzz. this this week feels like a lot has been buzzing, but at the same time, not so much has been buzzing. Like, there wasn't mm. any monumental shockwave. Uh, at the start of the week, there was Rishi Sunak being not voted PM of uh, UK. Yeah. But apart from that, yeah. what else stuck out from the week, man? I mean, Kanye West got cancelled. Kanye West got cancelled. There was a big Oh, thing. that's true. Yeah. Oh, and and Cristiano uh, Ronaldo scored. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo scored last night. Ronaldo, yeah. Fuck got, yeah, man. He's back to uh, he's back from his petulant, uh, crying ways, and he scored again yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of stuff happening in pop culture, but but not, maybe not necessarily the the crazy serious topics, lah. Right? As, as yeah, the cra- crazy serious topics, which is why mm. today's topic is a bit more lighthearted. Um, mm. And a bit more fun also, yeah. Um, so, but, so but it's if, still if, uh, fun, but but still, uh, has serious implications for how you live your life, like, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel we will also have differing opinions on this. Perhaps, perhaps, yes. Yeah, perhaps. which is why I thought okay lah. Uh, at first, <laughs> I was, huh, do we talk about this? But okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, We're going yeah. to some a very sore point for you, is it? Uh, not say sore point. What's your sore point? I think a lot of like reflection uh, ah, okay, and, yeah. and things to share. La. Like, now okay. that you're older as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right. yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, yeah, so, mm. so, so shall we just jump straight into it? No, I mean, we have to always remember to tell people if this podcast moved you or touched you in any way, uh, but not that kind of way, but touched mm. you in your heart. Uh, please do tell one person about it or leave us a review on uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, Apple or Spotify or wherever. Wherever good yeah. podcasts are, are, are listened to. Yeah, what What if you're touching someone else while listening to the podcast? Because we touching, have heard that people, uh, yes. that people do listen to this while touching someone else. Mm, 
if you're making a reference to to a comment that was from very long ago, I actually I actually <laughs> forgot about it already. But now that you bring it back, I mean, it's all in the topic of relationships, so maybe it's also relevant, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, as long as you're consensually touching someone while listening mm. to this, it's fine. Please go forth yeah. and touch. Yes. Um. But yes, that segues nicely into our first topic. Yeah. And what yes. is this big topic? Uh, it is the world shaking and and ripple causing news that mm. apparently three in five Singaporean singles have ghosted or been ghosted, mm. as discovered by a dating survey by the dating app Bumble. Bumble, yeah. Bumble. You, before Bumble before we jump into it, right? Before we jump into it, can you give a bit of a disclaimer or or at least let people know, be transparent about your involvement with Bumble. My involvement with Bumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I wish yeah. I invested in them or I'm an equity holder. <laughs> but my involvement is is very much on the <laughs> user uh, perspective. Like, because as the in-house expert on dating apps, mm, uh, yes. I was on Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel. I mm. tried Hinge for a while and Bumble yeah. was the one where I met my current fiancé. Yeah. And Exactly. Yeah. So you are a success story for Bumble. Like, right? I am a success story, man. Uh, I'm a poster but, but boy. You- but you uh, will be objective about this topic also. Uh. You're not of course, like all of course, in of on Bumble. Okay, okay, okay. So oh, let's no, just put no, it no. out there that, I mean, yeah, like Harish met his fiance on Bumble, but it's not, uh, he, it's not like he doesn't have criticisms of it or anything, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. I have criticisms of everything and everyone. That's, mm-hmm, that's the yes. way of life. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, if you are un- uninitiated, um, broadly speaking, like myself, Tinder, huh? yeah, Tinder, Tinder just started off with like, okay, you are attracted to someone, you swipe right. If you're not attracted, swipe left, mm. and they if there's a mutual match, they link you up, and you're off to the races. You can do, yep. you can send whatever you want. Um, coffee meets and and Tinder the the profile, the bio. At least when I was using it, but I think it's still mm. the same. Was very basic, just age. Yeah. It ties to your uh, Facebook and a short bio. Um, mm. Coffee meets bagel went a bit deeper. Like they mm. only give you three potential matches uh, a day or five. Mm. Mm. That's for the free version, lah. Then mm. they ask you more questions uh, to find out a bit more about yourself. Um, and then Bumble was similar to Tinder, except that when you match, the woman has to message first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sounds a bit so sexist in today's day and age. Huh? Um, I mean, sexist. Actually, I think, like just speaking uh, anecdotally to friends, female friends who have been on dating apps, it's a different mm. world. Uh, yeah. If you're a regular guy, I don't know what it is to be like a fucking good-looking uh, jacked guy. Like a uh, Titus, like a Titus low kind of thing. I don't know about like Titus, but just <laughs> like a uh, uh, someone who is like con- like attractive, cool and shit. Mm. Um, uh, and, and hot, right? Conventionally hot on the, mm. on the app. Yeah, um, yeah the, I'm, I'm, I don't fall into that category. So, so when I looked at the dating app experiences of my friends who were maybe good looking or female in general holy shit man the number of matches they have is insane it's mm. insane mm. literally you can open up their app you swipe right it's match match <laughs> match match yeah so I, as a result of that uh, I think almost every female friend I've asked um, they have received some sort of lewd picture or just a cringy message or something like mm. because you can mm. send whatever you want right yeah so yeah. Bumble was started by uh, someone who used to work at Tinder who had mm. her own case of sexual harassment there. So Got she it. came out, she founded Bumble and she wanted to give the power to the to the women. Mm. 
Got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's interesting. Thank you for your humility in acknowledging you're not one of the hot, hot men. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, know. I used to swipe. <laughs> I went through different phases. Like, one phase was swipe everyone, right? Yeah. Like, everyone. Don't yeah. look. I can be watching TV and just swiping right. <laughs> I know once I was with my friend, he yeah. put his phone next to mine. So, as I swipe right, it will go across my phone and his phone and then we can take turns swiping each other's <laughs> app in one motion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you still got the, you still got the, your thumb still goes like that every day, lah, right? And it's no, no, time for, day, for, just, you, for optimal, just for optimal is not thumb. Is you oh, put the phone th- on the table and index finger. Oh, index so finger, your finger swiper, lah, finger swiper. <laughs> but yeah, like, your muscle memory is there, lah. But it's like you can don't, you can don't use the app for a year and then your finger still damn fast at it, lah. Yeah, that's why now when I archive yeah, yeah. email on my phone, lah, it's fucking fast. <laughs> Just archive, bin, archive, archive, bin. Yeah. yeah um, and then uh, there's an, just just to complete mm-hmm. it, there's, there's the Hinge app, which is location-based. Mm. So oh, you okay, turn okay. it on, you use your Bluetooth, and it connects with whoever else has the app on. At the end of the day, you can, let's say you see someone you're attracted to on the street, um, and you don't have time to say hi or even get uh, uh, initiate any conversation. You check your app. If they happen to have Hinge on as well, uh, yeah. you, 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 would, you would connect, lah. Mm. Yes, as so you can tell, a, ladies and gentlemen, we have a real connoisseur of dating apps here. He really yeah, knows of, them A to Z. As of, yeah. as of 2017, <laughs> la. So I don't know whether they ah, had okay, their okay. changes, their updates. So that was up to 2017, la. Yeah. No, no, I mean I, I, the the apps you are you are naming uh, are apps mm. that I've I've read about, la. I've not used them, but I've read about like Hinge and all that. So uh, it seems like yeah, that's generally what people online are using as well. But actually, wait, we're wait, not so, sure the, so much. To, Sorry, what? No, but just to clarify, the reason you are not familiar with the dating apps is because you met your wife before the dawn of dating apps. La. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think dating apps were just coming up at that point. Uh, but yeah, you know, once I got in a serious relationship and, and I, I never even downloaded the app or used it or anything like, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a dating app virgin if, if that if there's something that's oh, yeah, that's a, that about, sounds yeah. horrible, like, dude. <laughs> this is like a bullseye for all those creeps yeah. out there who come and fuck you. Dating app virgin. <laughs> dating app virgin. Please, every anyone listening, don't ever refer to yourself as a dating app virgin. Please. Uh, so, COVID virgin, yeah. okay. A dating app virgin. COVID virgin. Dating app virgin okay. sounds horrible. Cannot, okay, got it. But, yeah, but yes, yeah. actually, we're not here so much to talk about the dating app itself. We're here to talk about a study that they commissioned where they interviewed a thousand and one um, Singaporeans or Singapore residents from the in the Gen Y and Millennial age groups about mm. their about their dating about um, their dating habits. And I think the interesting result that they've really come across in this survey is like like the headline said like, the act of ghosting, right? And uh, mm. broadly speaking, I mean, from my understanding, ghosting is just essentially, uh, especially when you've built up a rapport with someone and you're chatting with them or even gone on dates with them and things seem to be going well, then all of a sudden, um, your messages start to not receive any replies. You start getting mm. blue ticked on WhatsApp or, or you know, even other messaging apps and you're just not getting any replies even though you're asking, you're not even asking them out for a date, you're just even just messaging maybe to ask a day or but eventually over time, you know, the messages either peter down to, to you know, one or two or just a one word reply, but eventually it's just nothing. And that's called yeah. being ghosted by someone on a dating app, right? Yeah. And um, I think the big thing here is that they've, they found that, yeah, about 60%, like three in five, uh, mm. have been ghosted 
or um, have ghosted themselves or have been ghosted. Uh, hmm. so, so it's not saying that all this, this 60% of 3 in 5 ghost and have been ghosted. It's just that 60% of the 1,000 people, 1,001 people they they surveyed have ghosted or been ghosted. Uh. So mm. um, it seems like quite a, a large, significant amount. And mm. uh, But what's your initial thoughts when you first heard of this news article or this this piece of news? Uh? Uh, I mean, the stat actually didn't... I thought it was okay. It was like, okay, I, I can believe that. I feel that's true. Mm. Uh, I can feel that. Um, even though I feel, no like, Actually, I think it would be higher mm, As, think as be higher. one of my favorite comments on Reddit said, after with regards to the survey of three in five have ghosted or been ghosted, mm. <laughs> the comment was the other two are lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's a. Uh, I mean, when you get ghosted, it's a. Uh, I, I we can go into a bit of the emotions about it. Like, it must be quite a. I mean, I, I, I've, I admit, I'm one of those three and five as well. Like, I have ghosted or have been ghosted before. So mm. it's uh, just to describe it for people who maybe are, are lucky enough to not ever go through that. Uh, it's it's a very confusing kind of emotion, right? You feel when you get ghosted. Yeah. Like, like things seem to be going swimmingly well and you're like, there's rapport and, you know, we enjoy maybe one or two dates with this person. It seems like they even say, oh, let's do this again and then seem excited about it. But all of a sudden, they just just drop off the radar, just disappear. Mm. And, and you don't want to seem too creepy by like calling them or, you know, just or keep messaging them and all these things. And you kind of just want to keep building it up slowly. But, but uh, you don't even have the chance to. They just sort of cut you out entirely, right? So mm, it can mm, be quite a, like a jarring experience for people. Um, mm. How about you? Have you been ghosted or ghosted oh, yeah. people before? I've been ghosted bad, man. <laughs> been You've been ghosted, ghosted but bad. have you ghosted? Have you ghosted before? Um, I think I have. Like. I think I have. I, mm. won't, I won't deny mm. it. But okay, so maybe just to clarify also, at what point, right, does it become mm. ghosting? Because if mm. you send two messages, right? Yeah. Like yeah. just a short interaction, you don't reply. Is that ghosting? Um, you you mean before even a date or anything, lah? Yeah. Um, no, man, I don't think so. I think if there needs to be some significant emotional uh, investment in terms of a longer chat or or you like like say like one or two mm. dates or at least uh, before it's considered ghosting, lah, for for people not to reply you. Because mm, I think if okay. you send two messages and someone doesn't reply you, uh, that's like. There's just like any normal kind of communication or WhatsApp, or whatever, yeah, like, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes people don't see your message or they're busy or whatever. They're busy with their lives, fine. But if you've already sort of had some emotional investment in, uh, you know, building a relationship with some, uh, not even a relationship, building a friendship or anything with a person, and then all of a sudden they just stop messaging you or they stop replying you, um, that's I think that's where you really would use the word ghost, right? Yeah, I think I think that if you've met face to face after that is ghosting. I think that's a good good thing because when mm, you send like mm. if you've chatted for a day, mm. and then it patters out. Uh, I mean that's like like that's like kindergarten ghosting like. I think the the ghosting mm. that hurts is probably for at least for me personally is after you have met la. Hurts. Uh. Yeah, hurts that hurts. Bad, because my worst ghosting was was mm. was was bad la. I was questioning like, what is wrong with me? What I mean when you say worst ghosting, it means you mean emotional. No, I was damn into that girl. I was oh, damn into her. Like how many uh, approximately? How many dates or anything? Like a few months, really. A few months. Wow, that's like a few months, and still not in yeah. a relationship yet, lah. Just 
Yeah, still not. Then suddenly ghost one low it. That one. Wow, that's I was a, like, what is happening? That's a, like a <laughs> car accident like that. It's just really out yeah. of the way, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but did you ever get any? Did you ever get any closure on that? Like why? Why? Like the years later, I heard from a friend of her friend saying that she was confused at that moment and stuff mm. like that. And it took mm. me a while to get over the, get over that lah. Uh, and even like talk to be able to have a conversation. Um, that meaning so, forgive and forget lah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, forgive okay. and forget. So you you forgive held you held anger you held anger towards the oh, person yeah, yeah, for, 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 oh, okay, for okay, okay. <laughs> so you had anger in you for I mean quite anger a slash awkwardness slash like okay because it was common friends and like I was like mm, how mm, do I how do I behave how it's just unresolved uh, mm. feelings yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. it was actually after that experience where I tried to be a lot more conscious uh, of ever doing that to someone. Um, of course, uh, I see, sometimes I, I went to the extreme. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. If it's not working out, I will tell you to your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not working out. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one also not the best, lah. That one yeah, that's yeah. like the opposite of ghosting. That's like we will, showing up with a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, we we will we'll go into that a little bit because I think I was yeah. somehow tangentially involved in that whole process as well. Um, mm. But but I think one thing that did. Um, just just to go a little bit into the article as well, uh, One of the yeah. uh, you know they give a lot of statistics about ghosting and, and yeah, like you said, it's like duh, people get ghosted, right? And you would think it's more, right? You know, um. But the one thing that did surprise me was that it seems at least the article or how Bumble was explaining it was that it seems like millennials. That means people born between you know from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety six. Millennials are much more likely than Gen Zs to go someone due to a lack of connection, uh, you know? And mm. and um a much higher percentage of millennials think that ghosting is normal, you know, compared to just uh, like 40%, about 38% of millennials think ghosting is normal compared with just 20% of Gen Zs. Uh. Mm. So it, it, that was a statistic that stood out to me a little bit because uh, as one of the older millennials, I, I feel... In, indicted like, at this moment like you know like being accused oh, of yeah being accused <laughs> of uh, of being a, um, you know much more supportive of ghosting like, which honestly I'm surprised because I, I, I did think that um, you know millennials we come we were, we were born in an age where we're sort of halfway between the analog world and the digital internet world so mm. Uh, like I always tell people, like um, that you know, I I'm I grew up in a time where you could pick up a a phone, a landline, and call people and talk to your friend for like two hours on a weekday night. You know, just talking cock and all that that kind of thing. So there was that kind of connection that I felt with people through like long conversation and face to face interaction. That mm. I think for Gen Ys, especially you know those growing up during through COVID and everything, uh, it's it's tough lah. You know, it's tough to Gen Y. Gen uh, Gen Y people. Uh, Gen sorry, Gen Z's Gen Z. I'm that yeah. far removed that I think is no Gen Z's, yeah. To me, Gen Z's have always grown up with the internet. They've always grown up with like random uh chat apps and, and, and you know messaging apps. And um then through COVID they you know face to face interaction was harder. So I always thought that Gen Z's would be the ones that um you know would have Worse internet etiquette la, worse uh, interaction etiquette la, so to speak. So I'm quite surprised mm. that this result here in this survey actually tells us that millennials are worse at this than than Gen Zs la. Mm. Um, what do you think of this result? Eh? Yeah, I also was surprised. Though I can sort of 
think uh, uh, I can sort of guess the rationale for their responses. And I mm. emphasize on the word responses because, I don't know, maybe the responses and actions, right, are different. Yeah. Correct, um, yes. So like you're questioning, was, you're questioning, and you're questioning the bias, lah, in the in the responses given by people, lah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. It's them okay. stereotypical and them <laughs> them uh, uh, bias, lah, correct. correct. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. But but I mean, I also feel that you know we have heard literally from people uh, of, from that age group that we have interacted with that if like someone's not in your circle, if you don't agree mm. philosophically, you know, you cut them out. Mm. You know, and you yes. keep hearing, oh, you cut people out of your life, you cut people, this cut, 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 cut. So it almost mm. feels like, oh shit, trans- relationships are that transactional. Mm. Um, mm. And also, one thing I realized uh, when I was on dating apps, which was the negative side of dating apps, is that mm. it it encourages the feeling of like, there's always someone better out there. Mm. You know, the grass is always greener. Your dream yeah. partner is a swipe away. Yeah. And that's fucking terrible. That's fucking terrible. Mm. So mm. when we grew up before the age of dating apps, like like meeting someone who you find, oh shit, we can click, is was quite rare, la, right? Mm. Uh, um, uh, and it's really like oh shit this is this is an interesting person blah blah but with dating apps in when every when the, almost it's so abundant it felt mm. like it would be easier to cut people out la. so I'm also surprised mm. by that stat la. Mm. I'm surprised as in you're surprised yeah. that that millennials being older uh, seem to have seem to be Worse at, at when it comes to ghosting people, uh. is that what you're surprised by? Uh, w- worse, uh, as in they think it is. Uh, more people think it's it's uh Acceptable. okay than Gen Zs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I try to take the survey uh for what it is like, Right. You know, I definitely there might be bias and all, but I'm just thinking. Yeah, maybe it's a. Could it just purely be an age thing? You know. Like, uh, could it just purely be an age thing that millennials being, now millennials, I mean, based on the number 1981 to 1996, uh, right? Millennial, mm. the youngest millennial today would also be 26 years old, uh, right? So you're talking about mm. people in, from 26 to almost 40, to 40 years old already, like, pretty much. Um, mm. 26 to 40 is a time in your life where I think you, that's when you really start to so-called adulting, uh, right? The adulting really starts to happen, uh, because you're yeah. done with school, you're done with, uh, you're done with like army, you're done with all those basic commitments, and that's when, twenty six to forty, you are making longer term plans, longer term plans for your career, longer term plans for you know, uh, where you're gonna live, where you're gonna stay, what job you're gonna do, who you're gonna date, who you're gonna hang out with for the rest of your life, and things like that. So mm. maybe it's just a matter of them being older than Gen, Gen Zs, like That's why, um, to them, something like ghosting, because ghosting is easy, like right? Ghosting means just not responding to someone and just sort of just letting it die its own natural death. Ghosting is, is especially for someone who feels like they have less time and, and less energy to deal with people. Uh, maybe ghosting is easier that way. La. That's why millennials, uh, being the just being an older demographic, do feel that ghosting is acceptable. Mm. So uh, it, it, yeah. could it just be an age thing? Like, like, I'm just so based on that. Based on what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that when Gen Zs grow older to, to that the you know twenty six to forty uh, years old that age, then they will actually maybe be more accepting of ghosting, and and the the numbers will rise up to about the same as as what the millennials are saying now. I guess I mean there is certain tr- I I can see that happening because some of the more granular stats were also the reasons they gave for ghosting lah. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, being busy, lack of connection. And I think one thing you realize when you get older is that, okay, you, 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 there's just more shit to deal with in life, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So it's almost like, okay, there's only so much time in a day. Uh, then your priority list also changes. Lah, you know? mm. So mm. whereas for Gen Zs, I think where, yeah, maybe uh, they're not they're not working yet. And, and I think their entire life, more of their life is in the digital space. More of their identity yeah. is tied to their digital identity. It kind of yeah. reflects more closely to who they are as people. Lah. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. So yeah, I mean, that's... I guess the interesting thing is if they if they had also interviewed slightly older people like maybe Gen Xers right mm. but but I think Gen Xers are also probably less likely to be on a few of them are on dating apps and all that right so <laughs> they might not know that, that whole, maybe the whole Gen concept Xers of ghosting like... you probably have to define what ghosting is to them they, they probably won't know mm. yeah Maybe Gen Xers also will be like, fuck you and your feelings. Like. You know what I have to live through or not? Someone don't reply your message, you feel sad. Is it? Wake yeah, up yeah, your yeah. fucking idea, man. <laughs> but, but I mean, age aside, like, age aside, Harish, do you think, do you think, I mean, let's say someone is really busy, like he's an Obama or a Lawrence Wong or something like that and he's as busy as them or in the dating scene, but he's still on the dating scene. Is it still, is it more acceptable for someone who's busy to be ghosting compared to someone who's not as busy? Uh, I think I in my idealistic uh self, I would say no lah. It's still not okay mm. la. It's still mm. not okay because I think I think if you have met face to face, right? Um, yeah. and there's a certain investment in the relationship. Uh, there's a certain how you say uh, responsibility to mm. let the person know. Okay, uh, don't waste like let's not waste each other's time anymore. La. And mm. I'm not saying I'm an angel. I I, I think I have been guilty of this to yeah. people that I have gone on dates with. Uh, yeah. So, so looking back, right, it's something like, wow, uh, it, w- it was not ideal, not ideal. But, but what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, la, with, with age and experience, probably your opinion also changes about these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, if there is, if the, the other person on the opposite side hasn't done something that, that you know, like really terrible or what, la, right, you know, um, then it's it's still better to give them some kind of uh, closing, some kind of closure on on the relationship. Like yeah, you know, um, yeah, rather than just leaving it blank, say hey, I'm not very interested or what like, you know. And then that can just be a message, a, a message with finality like, like you got to say very outright in the message. Like, hey, you know, um, maybe went out, yeah, just but just wasn't feeling it, and yeah, you know, it's it's. We, we, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you lah, on Facebook, or whatever lah, right? See you <laughs> when you see you. <laughs> no, because oh, fuck you, lah, Terrence. You never know. So <laughs> if one day <laughs> your paths will cross for whatever reason lah, right? Um, True so, lah, but like see one you day, when one, I see one, you. like let's say you, you, you watch that movie, <laughs> the Oscar-winning movie Crash, right? You know the person that that you were, you know, previously had a run-in with on the telephone might be the person, might be the firefighter who saves you when you're trapped under a car during a car accident and all that, <laughs> like, you know? You never <laughs> yeah. know those days might come. And then, and can you imagine you're like the guy like that needs help and then the firefighter comes and then turns out it's that person that you ghosted <laughs> on Bumble like six months ago, <laughs> right? No, you, it's, how, how much worse will you it, feel, you know? It's not so much about the the intent behind it, but the phrase, la. if anybody wants to ghost <laughs> me or like, see you and I see you, I'm like, hey, see fuck you. That's the worst phrase to use. I've gotten the, I'll, I'll, I've gotten the, I'll see you on Facebook before, la. I'll see you on Facebook, that kind of thing, la, you know? 
It's like uh, you uh, sort of like box giving you a sandbox within which you can interact with each other. Like I'll see you on Facebook, nothing more. You know? I'll see you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, I mean, for me, it was like okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- that's it, right? I think we were talking earlier about an experience that you and I have were were sort of. Uh, I think uh, there was a, uh, you know, I I think at one point I was telling you to to it's better to to ghost somebody than to be painfully brutally honest with them uh. Uh, maybe you can give a little bit more context of what what that was about uh. <laughs> right that one uh. okay so so understanding that there are different levels of ghosting uh, like certain levels mm-hmm. I wouldn't even consider ghosting first yeah. few messages and all don't haven't meet up you don't reply yeah. that one I I, yeah. I don't have any issues yeah, um, yeah. you meet one time okay ideally goes so this was someone that uh, I met I met through you uh, okay mm, that mutual, we went out for friend, a few yeah. days Mutual um, went out for a few dates. Uh, it moved beyond just like holding hands and all that. Uh, mm, so there was some physical intimacy, and mm. then when I felt it wasn't uh, wasn't going well, or I felt a lack of connection. Mm. I was upfront. <laughs> You went. You I went mean, the opposite, the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> like ghosting is one end, and then the other end of the spectrum was that I was appearing, appearing. oversharing. <laughs> you were not ghosting. You were like, like, uh, what's the what's, what the ghosts do if they don't ghost? What do ghosts, ghosts do? Yeah, what would the opposite haunt, of a ghost? They haunt you. Yeah. Uh, they they just they live in your no. dreams. They live in your dreams. Yeah, yeah. I I appeared. Uh, I appeared face to face. Um, and I you and I said Pontianak. that like, you're like Pontianak, like really like by the bedside, like every night you were there, like right. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That was just one night we met up. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I think we need to talk and blah 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 blah. And then after that, uh, I think she hated my guts, lah. Yeah, oh, yeah. at least that's what I've heard through the grapevine, lah. Yeah. Right. And, and um, what I what I my assessment of it was that. Uh, yes, you guys had gone, you know, gone out a few times or, and, you know, yes, you all progressed a little bit more, but you all weren't really like, you know, in a full on like relationship or anything yet, like, right? There was just, yeah. so to me, it was like, it didn't require that level of like, <laughs> that level of oversharing where, yo, you know, it's, yeah, you're really not, you're really not my type at all. I, okay, everything. okay, fuck you, yeah. okay, I didn't say it that way. I didn't go, here's why I think this will not make a workout. Point number one, no. No, no, no. I was a lot more... Uh, I didn't go into specifics and I and I can't remember what I said, but no way in yeah. hell did I go into specifics. So that's where me uh, and you disagreed also because you were saying, mm. sometimes why do people need to know? So going back to your point earlier mm. about how um, you do feel that, okay, there is an obligation to let people know before you go there. The flip side is, do people want to hear that or not? Correct, yes. How much do people... And that, want to know about yeah. why exactly why why exactly why it did work out right yeah maybe yeah. sometimes ghosting would be easier than hearing mm. straight from the someone's face to face looking at you that okay uh yeah. i don't think this is going to work out i don't think we connect i mean I maybe know, not man. even face maybe don't even need the face to face that's the thing it didn't yeah need that was be, in the age yeah that, yeah, that was I, the age of that was a while ago la. yeah so so to me maybe it was because it was like you had made such a grandiose gesture of it, like we're going to meet face to face, and I'm going to tell you. What did you, what did you hear? Tell you what did you hear? No, what did you hear? I did. I did arrange. I did arrange a meeting to discuss that. It came <laughs> up. Yeah, like, yeah, like, it but came up. It was almost so you like, get it out of your mind. Oh, you get it's, it's I didn't like, like fucking print a banner like aeroplane yeah. fly plus with ah, oh, like, we you don't know, connect or some shit yeah, like so, that. So like. it was almost like this was like 
I'm going to let's arrange a meetup so that I can tell you that I'm no, not no, interested no. in you. No, 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 no. It was yeah, not yeah. like that. <laughs> we were already talking about where we were and all that. La. So uh, I was okay, like, okay, 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 rather than ghost, let me bring it up. But then after that, yeah, then it really made me think because I, I remember telling you about it and you're like, you're fucking idiot. La, you. You're yeah, like, hey, yeah. fuck you, okay? So, 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 and I mean, even after that, there was another relationship where I was upfront and that also didn't work out. So then I'm like, mm, oh, shit, mm. okay. You can't be an extreme. You can't go to the extreme. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but going back to the thing, like like, do you think sometimes people don't want to to hear that? No, I think the the I, I remember back in psych psych one hundred one, there's or psych social psychology class, you know, there's the the idea that it's fine to you know reject people or tell them no, but the one thing you don't want to do is embarrass them or make them feel embarrassed, like you know, mm. uh, very publicly shut down or, or, or you know being told exactly what's wrong with them, you know. And sometimes mm. it's it's okay to just tell someone I'm not interested, you know, and 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 you let them deal with their own, you let them find their own reasons for why you might not be interested in them. But when you tell them very public, it's because you're ugly, or it's because you are not this, or because you're not that. That that is almost like embarrassing, yeah, and, and it yeah. really uh, it cuts them deep, uh, And and that's that's when they they walk away with a lot more uh, emotional scarring than a normal situation where you just get rejected, like You know. So mm, uh, mm. maybe coming from that angle where there is a science behind it, I probably have, might have to pull up a study or whatever, but there is a science behind like how to do rejections properly. La. So yeah, don't ghost, but also don't go to the extreme of like, you know, being so blunt and upfront with how you how you tell the person, la, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that's where I'm coming from. I I, I, I do respect that Harish has, uh, at least uh, you have had, uh, time to reflect on this and that you know maybe you're, you're starting to see that there is a bit of nuance to that whole yeah. it's either ghosting or it's either you'll be 100% like I tell you exactly what's going on you know <laughs> no uh, so yeah, just yeah. now I was pulling up on my phone because I remember there was like a gold standard of ending something that I was super mm. proud of and I pulled it okay. up it was June 2017 okay. okay like the messages I sent I was like oh it ended very well you know, mm. it was very amiable. Okay, at least based on the message. I don't know yeah. if she kind of uh, what what she felt, but it, it, it ended and I was like, oh shit. And I remember Googling before that how mm, mm, to send message or how to do this and all that. And there was some benefit that came out from that Google search. So you want but, to tell us exactly uh, what, what, what that was? Then now it's going to sound like some template eh. Okay, okay. No, but, I mean, but let me, let me... if it's helpful, okay. uh, to me, if it's helpful to people listening to this to learn <laughs> yeah. some kind of basic internet etiquette, which I think a lot of people like the basic WhatsApp etiquette, the basic social messaging et- yeah. etiquette, I think it's a yeah. good place for to, to tell people what, what you said. La. Okay, okay. So, mm. so, I, 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 if she's listening to this, like I, I did mean everything I say, even though now when I say it, it might sound prescriptive. It might sound very. <laughs> I realize I'm uh, putting scripted. you on the spot. That's why I'm laughing. Like, that's why I'm laughing. No, yeah. no, but I, I, I found it helpful to find other. Um, I would okay examples, yes, but this was crafted mm-hmm. on my own, lah. Okay, I will okay, okay. clarify came that. From the okay? heart. Came from the heart. Okay, we got came it. From we got the heart, it. Heart. Okay, so it was okay. Anyway, I mean, we had been chatting and all that, and anyway, so and so and so, it's been really great getting to know you and your zest for life really does blow me away. And it's mm. something we talked about. Okay, zest for life. Um, well, shit, if she hears this, then she goes search her WhatsApp. <laughs> zest. You search the word zest. I mean, how many people zest. use the word zest? <laughs> Maybe I'm going to buy some lemon zest for my zest. for lunch today. Other than that, it's only like when Harish is messaging you, then the word zest comes up. <laughs> it's something we talked about. So, okay. But I've been thinking about it a lot and I think it's best we kept this relationship platonic. 
If you were having similar thoughts, then great. If not, then I'm really, really sorry. And I totally understand if you'd rather not talk. But I do think you're a really cool person and it'd be cool if we could stay friends. Mm. Then mm. after that, uh, yeah, it was a very, very healthy discussion. Uh, mm. And then she, uh, yeah, so so she even told me, you don't need to say sorry. Like, uh, I had a great time and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, it ended well. So, okay, mm. I don't know what happened outside of the message. Yeah. But this was, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. This was, uh, this was not bad. And whatever happened after mm. that was also organic. But I felt I was quite... Uh, 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 how you say? Uh, 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 wouldn't say just relieved that it it worked out that way, like because it was very mm. different from previous instances. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Zest for life, you know. You know, zest use that in your for... message. Don't just anyhow go use. Okay, make sure she goes zest for life or he goes zest for life. Okay, don't anyhow go and steal my message. Yeah, yeah. I think so. The important elements. Let's break it down. I think the important elements there is you started off, you know, really thinking about the positives of your relationship with this person, right? And and pointing yeah, it out, yeah, which was true, uh, which was all yeah. true. Yeah. And then the next thing, you were very honest about uh, what you were feeling, and yeah. you did not presume to say that I think, oh yeah, like, you also don't look very interested, that kind of thing, like, right? You don't presume what they're feeling. Yeah, you gave them two options, like maybe you feel this way or maybe you don't feel this way, like, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and it's correct. up to them to tell you. Uh, and you, the the I think the one important thing is you told them you don't even need to reply to this thing, like, right? No, yeah, you give yeah. them the chance to ghost you. You give yes. them the option to ghost you rather than than yes. you ghost them, so they can just fuck it. I'm not going to reply to this person because I'm pissed off. Or they can, you know, be you know respond and and, and just play along with the whole thing, like. So so yeah, I think yeah. those are. I just hearing this. I think it was a that, that's a very good. Uh, I won't say template, but it's it's a good uh, way of letting it down without uh yeah without it being embarrassing for the person uh, because you gave them yeah. agency in the whole relationship as well or the, yeah, the, the she, whole sorry not relationship the whole almost relationship dynamic well. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah, yeah. even in one of my messages she, she did say she really appreciates the the candor mm. just saying. Mm. Yeah. So there's another word to search, but but yeah. So to to the people that I I unfortunately was maybe overshared a bit before that. See, yeah. I, I I did learn from from the experience, yeah. and to the people who did that to me, you know what? I hope you. I mean, I, I don't wish <laughs> ill. Do I just hope that yeah, I hope you also realize lah that that is not not a fun process. I hope you uh, achieve no, I'll just that. leave it at that lah. Just yeah. you, I hope you achieve the same zest in life la, that I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, I didn't have the zest. She had the oh, zest. Oh, she had the zest. Okay, sorry. sorry. She yeah, had the yeah, zest. Yeah, I had, I didn't yeah. have the zest. Yeah. But you, you, you don't have any of your messages from the past or anything like that? Uh, or any experiences? Now we talk about it, I realized that I probably have ghosted more than my fair share of people. And um, yeah, I think I, I, you know, just listening to this and feeling, yeah, I, I think I could have done better. And uh, the instant, I mean, the instances that I got ghosted, probably, um, yeah, it's always it's always a tough situation, lah. So, uh, yeah, I hope everyone also uh, listens to that, listens to that message, and you know, build up, build up that 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 vocabulary where you can use words like zest and and candor <laughs> to talk about these issues, lah, rather than just being angry about it. Because I was, I think, I was angry at certain points about certain things, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly I see on Twitter all screenshots. Yes, you have a zest for life. I have a zest for you. Yeah. And this podcast was brought to you by Lemon by Zest. Lemon uh, by zest. the Lemon Zest brand of Lemon Zest. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. But uh, thank you for sharing. I think. Uh, yeah. So, so all good, man. 
Maybe it's a topic that that we'll leave it as that because I think there was a lot yeah. of interesting uh, breakdowns of something that you know initially sound felt very uh, very simple and all, but now you know we've gone quite deep into yeah. honest honest thoughts and feelings about ways to deal with uh, interpersonal relationships. Uh. Yeah, because at first I was like, how are we going to talk for like thirty minutes about this? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we're way past uh, that already. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> we're way past that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah yes, but speaking of social norms and, and how to interpersonal relationships and dealing with people, I think our next goofier topic is also in that realm, right? Mm-hmm. And what is this topic? Um, it is a video shared uh, on October 22nd by Kellis, who mm. maybe people from our generation who will remember as yeah. the singer of the song Milkshake. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, it was a very, very iconic song that did take the world by storm, lah. Right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to show our age, yeah, it was back in, I think, when we were in college and everything. When every time you go to a party, when this song comes up, it's like the invitation Mom, for brings all the back. To, uh, yeah, so it's an invitation for everyone to boogie on the dance floor, right? To get on the dance floor yeah. and, and boogie, because it's really it's a, catchy a fun song. song. It's a fun song, and then you know, hip hop wasn't what it was, uh, isn't what it is today. Hip hop back then was very underground. It was like really in the clubs and dancing and, and all that. So it was a song that really, yeah, it was a call to action, lah, so to speak. You know, bring, bring correct, everything correct, yeah. to the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. So so she was in Singapore recently, and she mm. shared a video on her Instagram. Uh, someone else was taking, I guess her friend taking a video of her sitting mm. at a coffee shop where her mm. hair, which was kind of braided up and um, just funky hairstyle like cornrows and like, uh, is it cornrows? But yeah, hair you wouldn't mm. see commonly in Singapore, very long. Mm, mm. And there were these two uh, Chinese women behind her who were touching, who was touching her hair mm, and like mm. uh, in awe, you know, admiring the hair. Yeah. And they were talking to her as well. She was responding, but she did seem very surprised that, oh, uh, you're touching my hair and then she even commented to a friend that oh that's that's weird mm, um, mm-hmm. but she didn't shout or anything like she just smiled yeah, uh, yeah so that's what happened and then of course uh, but when you saw that and all what came to mind um, I mean the first thing I was just shocked that Khalees is still around <laughs> now, you know <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Like, of course the songs are classic on it but we, I don't think I've heard any other um, uh, any other music from her since then uh, and uh, the fact that she's in Singapore, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, I think the 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 main thing that jumped out to me was like, I think the okay, I, I won't deny the immediate thing that came to mind was, is this really in Singapore? You know, because uh, it, it when just hearing the the ladies behind speaking, it's quite clear that, that it's not a Singapore accent like, the, the 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 way they're speaking. Mm-hmm. So are they are they really Singaporeans or Singapore residents or are they also other? travelers or anything like that like you know uh mm. that's one thing that, that did come to my mind um but yeah how about you what, what do you think about when you first saw this uh i mean i was like okay i i i like how she reacted uh mm. it is a weird thing mm. um and i mean yeah it was nothing nothing more than that and i and i said it because it sounds like something that would happen oh you know only asian people do that and all but when i was in the mm. us one of my best friends there was a sri lankan guy mm. uh dark-skinned sri lankan guy with very mm. long flowy hair mm. um and because he was dark-skinned yeah. um, i think many people thought he was african uh yeah. so he used to have uh people from america coming up and touching his hair Mm. saying, oh, mm. I've never seen an African-American with hair like this. And he was like, no, 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 I'm Sri Lankan. And mm-hmm. he said it was weird uh, that they would just be touching his hair. So it's not just an Asian thing. 
Yeah. It's almost yeah. like a, a human nature thing. Like, so before people shit on like, oh, it's just Asians doing this. Uh, that was why maybe I felt like, oh, okay, this, I'm surprised this still happens, I guess. But mm. uh, it happened. La. But so I, I think also because uh, the, the reason it also blown up a little bit, uh, blown up meaning like even South China Morning Post made the article about it. La. So it's not just, you know, mothership or Straits Times or anything like that. Um, I think the reason it kind of blown up like that, blew up like that is because uh, it is quite taboo, I think, in the US, especially these days, la, right? To mm. like be seen uh, for, for people to to pet, uh, you know, a black person's hair or anything like that. Um, because the idea is like, it's almost like you're treating the person like a, like an animal or pet, right? That is meant to be gawked at, that is meant to to be uh, pet and observed like that. And mm, I think that's why mm, it's, mm. it's it's got, got very connotations of racism and, and uh, you know, privilege and all that wrapped up in it. But the difference here mm. is that, uh, yeah, this isn't the US where it's, a, you know, a white person doing it to a black person. What This is in, in Asia, right? Uh, and, mm, and not even mm. not even Singaporeans for uh, my my guests are not even Singaporeans for that matter, doing it in Singapore mm. Um, so there there is the element of like, you know, culturally, uh, you know, there there definitely are fewer black people in in uh in Asia la, right? So mm. for for these uh two ladies in the background, maybe they really have never met a single uh you know black person in their lives la, right? And and mm. for them there was this very big element of curiosity. I don't think they were, uh, they were deliberately trying to be racist about it or anything, but there was really an element of curiosity about the hair, la, right, and how it was being done up. So, um, yeah, I did feel like, okay, quite unfortunate for them that, yeah, they they basically have been highlighted in this video, their faces exposed and everything, and basically all the comments on it are, uh, you know, there's, like, there's words about like racism or ignorance being thrown about, lah. So it's quite mm. unfortunate for the two of them, lah. But but I mean, okay, like at the core, it's still something you shouldn't do, lah. You shouldn't go yeah, out with someone yeah. and touch their hair, right? Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether there was consent or anything, but I guess this is the thing about the internet, lah. Like, let's say, assuming mm. Kelly's was like, oh, okay, this is weird, but it's happening. It's a mm. funny video. The internet won't see it that way, lah. Yeah. Um, so then it becomes a thing. Okay, like uh, it's weird they are doing that. It is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. if she's just eating her food and these people come up and like start touching her, that's fucking weird, lah. Yeah. Right. But but I mean, so that is fucking weird. I think context matters, lah. And in this day and age of social media, that's the difficult part, right? Of getting understanding the full context. Because who are these two women? What if these two women were are hairdressers? You know, they're like people who professionally deal with uh hair. And they, you know, they could be walking by, but they could have struck out a conversation with her and and were friendly to her or something like that. We don't know. Like, we don't know. I'm speculating. And I don't want to be apologist if they are really being rude or anything like that. But it would it would kind of paint a slightly different picture of what they're doing, right? Like, mm. uh, I mean, you you and I, we work, we work in production, so we deal with uh, hairdressers and all that. And they are very, uh, they are people who, who study a lot of, things that happen in fashion and trends in other parts of the world, like Korea, you know, and, 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 and Japan and all that. And they tell us things about hair, they tell us things about makeup that we we never knew before like, as lay people, like, right? And mm. um, maybe that kind of interest that these two ladies are showing comes from a kind of almost academic interest in how the hair is braided and all, like, rather than just like, oh my God, I, this is like, I'm petting an animal or anything like that. Like. But yeah, like, like, like what you said, I think... Um, 
first and foremost is that, yeah, if they were strangers who just happened to be passing by, uh, yeah, you should refrain from from just wanting to touch someone's hair. Like. It is it is a bit of a weird thing to be doing outside of the context of, you know, work, like, like a production or anything like that, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why this one is like, this, it's hard to say there's right or wrong. I'm just glad mm. that it didn't erupt in some sort of her calling that uh, mm. those two individuals or, or other people stepping in to make this like a fucking big ass fight. Uh, mm. Because, I mean, it's lighthearted enough to give rise to uh, wonderful comments on Reddit such mm. as, so if her milkshakes bring boys to the yard, boys to the yard, apparently her braided hair brings all the ladies to the hawker center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah la, I mean, yeah. um, yeah, maybe maybe I don't know how offended or anything she was by the whole thing. But if you really look at her Instagram account, she was it seemed like she was enjoying her time in Singapore. She was exploring a lot of different things like longans and all that as well, like like discovering yeah. fruit la, for the first time. So uh, if her interactions with people, you know, I'm sure she had more interactions with people that weren't just about touching her hair or anything like that. Uh, so hopefully yeah. she didn't walk away from this traumatized or, or you know offended and all that. La. And and there's some other element of. Because she also turned around and touched the the other the one of the ladies' oh, hair yeah, as well, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. So it seemed like a, a generally friendly banter, generally friendly exchange. Um, I guess if only the the, the one thing is like yeah, if her friend her friend who was taking the the video didn't uh, you know didn't show the face of the other people as well, uh, I think that that's the that's the part that is unfortunate, uh, You know, the internet is not a forgiving place, and they will mm. hunt down these people and all that, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That but let's say, I mean. I used to just not until not too long ago during COVID. I was also leaving my hair a lot longer, lah, right? And yeah. definitely one thing I did notice was that um, there's a lot of more comments about my long hair, you know, coming from people mm. that I meet for the first time or strangers or anything like that. Um, and uh, I mean nobody went to the extent of, of wanting to touch it, lah. But I remember. I I went for a medical appointment at one point, and then the receptionist was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna uh, let me help you. Your hair is so cute, you know." Uh, the kind of yeah, cute because I tied it up like a like a sumo wrestler almost. Like it's just a bun at the back, and then then cute. it was just uh, yeah, yeah. So it's the first time in my you know in my adulthood probably that that anyone has said I'm cute lah, you know, uh, or or it was cute or something like that. So, uh, yeah, you can you can choose to see it as like oh I'm you know I'm being belittled like a. Like a like a like a animal or a pet or cute pet or something like that. But at the same time, you also can see the side where oh, you know, they don't see uh, guys with long hair and long ponytails in Singapore that regularly. So it's quite an interesting occurrence that they that that also makes them you know um, uh, just excites their day a little bit more lah. Yeah la, But then now you're you're opening the the can of worms for the racial dynamic. Who of course? What was the race of the person who touched your hair? Uh, um, didn't didn't touch, but it was a minority. It was minority, like it was minority. So, oh, minority. Uh, I'll just keep it as so that. I'll keep it as that. They they taking the power back, uh, taking the power yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. The power, yeah. <laughs> the power back. But, but yeah, yeah la. yeah. Do do let us know like if this kind of thing has occurred to you in Singapore, uh, yeah. and and whether you think yeah how it can be, people can handle it without uh yeah la, causing distress to anyone. Uh. Yes, exactly. But yeah, um, so so speaking of causing distress, or uh, let's go the opposite end of the spectrum. And what is your one short comment that that, that you've come uh, across recently? My one short comment, uh, it is something on our Reddit 
from mm. Old Man Twix Eater. Uh, mm. I, I, I don't know if they have posted before, but in bold, for Harish. Hey, I listened to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Can I? Uh, glad the podcast is back. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like it because, yeah, it's just, it's like, you know, friendly banter between friends uh, in person mm. when you say something and they're like, hey, what? Uh, and now to see it uh, online, yeah, they keep that kind of shit coming, man. Uh, yeah. I, I like that kind of stuff. La. As in, I don't like, always need like a thought-provoking comment or something. I'm like, hey, you know, okay, that's okay. a callback to something I said on the podcast. And it's like, yeah, it's like, like that, that kind of uh, talking cock in person. La. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to, to that one-line comment. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? Yeah, for me, I think the from our last the comments on Reddit from our last podcast, uh, I think um, this Rasa Dave uh, commented mm. um, for more people in Singapore who want to know about Rishi Sunak, the new UKPM. He also recommends listening to the Rest is Politics, uh, which is a UK political podcast hosted by ex Labour Communications Director Alistair Campbell, an ex Conservative MP. Of, uh, uh, and another another person uh, eh no wait it's Alistair Campbell uh, who was who is one of the hosts on the show which is something that yeah, like, I also recommended on my, as a one shot thing not too long ago uh, mm. a, a podcast uh, about UK about politics uh, but mainly from the UK perspective um, yeah I think I think that that uh, podcast gives a bit of uh, quite quite some interesting insight on on the ongoings in British the British uh, parliamentary system and and what people on the ground think about uh, Rishi Sunak lah, as a PM. So I see. yeah, it's a it's a good recommendation. I think there's a bunch of in that in the, the whole thread. There's a whole bunch of interesting articles that were also put forward by you know the long time listeners like Jungle Jimbo about uh, yeah if you want to know more about Rishi Sunak and how. Uh, Indian people are reacting to his appointment. That's uh, there's some interesting articles that are posted there as well. So check it out. Ah, oh, that is cool. Yeah. So if you want something yeah. more in depth, go for that comment. If you just want yeah. a light-hearted one-liner, go for the comment that I suggested. Yeah, that's right. Cool, man. So yes, what is your yes. one shock thing to for the uh, weekend? Yeah, my one shock thing was something. It's this. Um, blog post titled 103 Bits of Advice I Wish I Had Known. So mm. this is written by Kevin Kelly, who, mm. um, for the full context, I mean, he runs his blog called The Technium. And mm. uh, he, he, I think he's he's pretty pretty old now, but wait, uh, mm. let, me, let me pull it up. So I think on his 60th birthday, he wrote like 60 bits of advice and I think he's got a tech guy so the bits is mm. like um, just like one line. Um, yeah. So so he he wrote something like uh, okay just just pieces of, of advice that uh, I'll share some examples. So so I think that was very popular then I think on his 80th uh, on his 70th birthday he wrote 70 bits or something and then mm. now he's not 103 but he just wrote like uh, 103 bits of advice. Ah okay so so sorry, I just the uh, full context. 60th birthday, he wrote 68 bits of advice for his adult mm. children and posted it here. It went viral. Then 70th birthday, he wrote up 103 bits of advice. Mm. Um, mm. And then it's just little things like, okay, don't ever work for someone you don't want to become. Um, mm. Cultivate 12 people who love you because they are worth more than 12 million people who like you. Uh, if mm. you stop to listen to a musician or street performer for more than a minute, you owe them a dollar. <laughs> so... Because you always see these these bits of advice, but this one is a mix of like uh, t- 
things you've heard before maybe but new things uh mm. like if you go to his blog you can't read the full 103 because he has now turned it into an amazon book but if you uh. google you can find examples of of uh other places that has been have, have shared it lah so i really mm-hmm. enjoyed reading it and it's just one of those things that you just read it's easy to read but compared to a tiktok video it actually makes you think lah got it got it so so this guy so, again what's his credentials such that that is worth listening to him again Oh, his credentials. Good question. Uh, I know he wrote the very viral uh, article about uh, the thousand through fans. You know, mm-hmm. you've heard yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. the thing. Yep. Yeah. So, so his background. Uh, oh shit! What is his background? Uh, I don't know, man. He's mm-hmm. very clearly a very prolific uh, blogger. Okay. But apart from that, uh, let me let me Google while uh, you share your. Uh, okay, wait. Sorry, sorry. He's a he's mm-hmm. an editor. Okay. He's an editor and best-selling book. Oh, he's the founder of Wired Magazine. There you go. Ah, oh, God, come on. That's like <laughs> if there's anything <laughs> to just bring up first, Shit. then this should be the first thing you brought up, and when you doing this one shop thing, like right. Oh yeah, oh, that's true. Okay, okay. Now the hundred and three bits got a lot more, Bonk got a lot more la. street cred. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah not to ask Wyatt. you. I have to ask you the million dollar question. Does he have a zest for life? Of course, question. clearly, <laughs> he has hundred and three bits of zest, and yeah, that's so why has, that's why Harish yeah. wants to listen to him, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the fact that you have zest doesn't mean that I will uh, listen to you. You never okay. listen, dude. No, yeah, no, you you, you want to be friends, la, but nothing more, lah. You want to be yeah, friends, but nothing correct. more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay he has written zest. quite a bit of books. He has he spoke he spoke it. at TED. He has spoke at Google. So yeah, mm. he's, he's got street cred, lah. Okay. Street cred, legit, legit. Yeah. Cool. What about you, man? Uh, my one short thing is, uh, you know, I think we've been speak. We spoke recently about um how the SQ uh SQ uh flight attendants now have a they are able to uh you know uh, build a family while having a career as a flight attendant, right? Going forward, mm. and just so just coincidentally, just two days ago on the Straits Times YouTube channel, um, I think a video was released called "Becoming Singapore Airlines Cabin Crew: A Training Journey." Where mm. Straits Times journalists went through, uh, I think three and a half months of the the training that the SQ uh, flight attendants go through, and so mm. I think for, at least for me lah, it was the first time seeing um, the steps in which the Singapore Airlines cabin crew uh, have to go through in order to to train and become uh, full fledged flight attendants uh, on on the SQ Because you know, mm. I mean, service standards on SQ are. are A stuff of legend, lah, right? So, yeah, uh, like like I mentioned before in our podcast, there's always been this urban legends of their training involves, uh, you know, wearing bikinis and swimwear and parading around and things like that. So this yeah. one is really uh quite in depth in and it's an eight minute video and insight into the like what they they do for those three and a half months, ah, uh. and uh, uh, I think there's also another video that shows like they they do even do extracurricular stuff like like um they do dragon boating to as a as an exercise to unite together lah to to train together as a team and all that lah so it's pretty interesting insight to how how much training they have to go through to do that and uh yeah it also answered my question about the urban legend about bikinis and all that all i'll say without giving anything away all i'll say is there is a swimming pool scene in the video uh mm. and and yeah that's all i'll say about it lah yeah <laughs> That's all you'll say. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. But yeah, do do check out the video. I think it's a good. It's a good eight minute watch. Uh, for anyone interested in how SQ uh, achieves its service standards, lah. Sweet. All yes. right. Some some nice things to check out for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's the end of this week. All right.
Peace. See, talk to you all soon.